know, horror is majorly, majorly snubbed at award shows. So enter the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, an award show dedicated to the best horror movies that have come out this year. The Fangoria Chainsaw Awards are an award ceremony focused on horror and thriller films. Beginning in 1992, the awards were expanded and an annual ceremony was inaugurated to give out the awards. As of 2015, Fangoria also delivers the television series. In 1992, at the first Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, the Evil Den star Bruce Campbell hosted the event at the Hilton Los Angeles Airport and included presenters such as Daniel Harris, Brecken Meyer, Jason Voorhees actor and stuntman Kane Hodder, director Sam Raimi and Stuart Gordon, and B-movie screen queen Leanna Quigley. Flash forward 2022 and the show was streamed on Shudder. Now I missed out on watching it live, but from what I've heard, it was a pretty awesome night. So. 2023, I voted and I definitely plan on tuning in to the award ceremony on Shutter this year. So I thought since voting closed yesterday that I would share my picks with you now that the voting period has kind of ended. It's not like a real election or award show where you're supposed to like keep your answers to yourself and like confidentiality and all that things. I'd also like to say as a warning, I didn't really see a lot of the movies that were nominated and stuff. So for categories where I didn't see any of the movies, I didn't just give my vote to whichever movie I thought was the best. Um, I tried to pick the movies that I saw and enjoyed the most and not just go with the ones I've seen because I saw them. So first up is best wide release movie and I decided to pick X. I absolutely loved X. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was such a great homage to like filmmaking and horror films of the 70s. I really really enjoyed it. I think I've seen it like three times total. Um, so it's it's something I really like and I just I love the whole like MGCU like Mia Goth's little Ty West world she is going on right now. I think it's really really awesome. Can't wait for Maxine. So limited release movie I did not see any of them so unfortunately I do not have a pick for this category. A uh, slap on the wrist to me for not watching enough horror films that came out last year. So for best streaming premiere movie, I decided to go with Fresh. It was the only one on the list I saw, but I really, really enjoyed that movie. I loved the cinematography, the story was good, the acting was good. It was fun to watch. I was really excited to see it because I had heard about good reviews from it at Sundance, I think it premiered at or played at. And I heard a lot of people talking about it online and I really wanted to see it. So I'm really glad I got to. So, for best streaming career movie, Fresh has my vote. Best international movie, I didn't see any of them, but I do really want to see Piggy. Um, since I read the synopsis of the film, I've been very interested in seeing it, and I definitely plan on hunting it down and scoping it out to watch, but I am not going to have time to watch it before the voting period ends, um, based on when I voted. So, I didn't get to see any of these, so I have no pick for this category. Same with Best First Feature, I didn't see any of these movies, so I'm sorry, I will try and watch <laughs> more First Features and international movies in 2023 so I can properly vote next year in 2024. For Best Lead Performance, I gotta go with Mia Goth in Pearl. She knocked it out of the park. I absolutely loved Pearl. I thought it was so, so, so good. She just, she was so amazing, just all the screaming and I'm a star, I'm a star, oh, she was so good. I absolutely love that movie and her performance in it. So Mia Goth, you have my vote. 
and best supporting performance. If you've seen me talk about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies on Reviews from Hell, you'll know how much I absolutely loved Rachel Sennett in that movie. So obviously, the queen has to have my vote and best supporting performance in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I'm really hoping she wins this. Um, I've been a fan of her since like before she started acting. Well, not before she started acting, because I know she did a lot of short films. Basically, I've been following her since the Come on, it's LA video went viral. Come on, it's LA. What? <laughs> it's LA. I'm addicted to drugs. We all are. If you don't have an eating disorder, get one, bitch. <laughs> So best director, I'm gonna go with Ty West for X. I thought it was such a well-directed movie and I really liked his directorial style. And I mean, a vote for X is kind of a vote for Pearl in the same way, because it was a lot of the same crew and I mean, Mia Goth as the cast. So X and Ty West have my vote and I will be looking forward to Maxine this year. So for best screenplay, I actually surprised myself and I went with the menu. Uh, I watched this when it was available on Disney Plus, and I think it still is now because we don't have Hulu in Canada. Uh, and I, I really, really liked the menu. I didn't expect to enjoy it so much. I just thought it would be like a bit of a mediocre watch. Like, oh, everyone's talking about it. I'll just watch it. But I, I was really surprised at how much I liked the menu. So, for best replay, that is my pick. Best cinematography, I'm gonna go with Nope. I watched Nope at the drive-in in a SUV with a couple of my friends, so it wasn't the optimal viewing experience because I was in the back seat. I sort of had to lay in very uncomfortable positions in the back of the car to see what was happening on the screen. So that's why Nope doesn't have a lot of votes for me. Not that I don't think the performances were good, but I just didn't have the optimal experience to be able to properly enjoy the movie, so. From what I saw, I noted the list of these movies. Nope had the best cinematography for me, so that's gonna have my pick for the film. Best score, I'm gonna go with Halloween Ends. I know that's a very controversial pick because I know Halloween Ends is either like you hate it or you love it. I'm sort of middle of the road. I went in expecting to hate it because I had read what people had said online about it and it was like bad, but I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun and I enjoyed watching it. Obviously there's flaws within the movie, but one thing that really stood out to me was the soundtrack. They got John Carpenter back to do it. So I, I went with Halloween Ends. Best costume design, I went with Pearl again. I loved how authentic everything looked to like 1908. I think that's when the film took place. I thought all the costumes were super good. Like they all sort of had like symbolism to the character as well, which I really like. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about costumes because I'm not a costume historian or designer. So I don't have a whole lot of thoughts on that, but Pearl has my vote for best costume design. Best makeup effects. I didn't really see a lot of the movies on this list. So I decided to go with X because uh, the makeup effects were really good in that movie. Uh, like turning Mia Goth into Pearl when she's an old lady. That was absolutely fantastic. I didn't catch till the end of the movie that I was actually her also acting as Pearl. And I mean, that just on and of itself is such an amazing transformation that like they, they've got my vote. And oh look, the Kilgore was super good too.
For best documentary feature, I went with In Search of Darkness 3. This is the last part of the trilogy that uh, In Search of Darkness did on like 80s horror. So it was nice to see the trilogy end. They covered a lot of movies I've seen and haven't seen. Very much looking forward to their 90s trilogy that they're probably gonna end up doing and so on from that. So that's what my pick is for best documentary feature. For best non-fiction series or miniseries, I decided to go with Cursed Films 2. That was a show I sort of had on in the background just as I was doing work or cleaning, and I really, I really enjoyed that. I'm not a big fan of sort of, I'm not saying it's like true crime, because there, I mean, there were certain things that happened at those sets that should be considered criminal or whatever, but I do really love documentaries and I love learning about film sets and unfortunately what can go wrong on them. Um, but I really enjoyed watching this series. So that's what my pick is for best nonfiction series or miniseries. And best series, I just started watching Yellow Jackets the other night. I'm on episode five and I am absolutely blown away. So I am picking Yellow Jackets because I think it's only gonna get better from where I'm at in the show now. Cannot wait to do some video coverage on season one and then season two, which only comes out in a couple weeks. So I'm very excited for that. So best short, I didn't see any of them. However, I do want to see them before the actual award ceremony. So I will be covering them on a new show that is going to be popping up sometime this week, hopefully. And the last question they had for this was best kill. And I was filling this out and I couldn't for the life of me think of a single kill that happened in a movie in 2022. So I just panicked and I just put in like Pete Davidson's character and thought his body's bodies because he basically just slits his own throat trying to open champagne with a sword. It's funny and I missed out on a lot of the big horror films of 2022. There's nothing that really jumped out to me in my mind and I was just thinking about bodies, bodies, bodies when I was filling this out. That's unfortunately what my pick was and you can call me a horror fake fan all you want because I missed out on these. I'm sorry. So those are my picks for the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards 2023. Uh, if you voted, let me know what you voted for down in the comments and we can start a little friendly debate on what we think should win or what we think should win. As always, subscribe and like the video to see more content like this. And I will see you in the next video. Stay groovy.